What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 57 of The Exercise, brought to you by the Cheesy Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Anton in Extreme Pain LaPlatte. Joining me, as always, we have the mayor of Stardew Valley, Annie Orzia, Chris Montavano. What's up, everybody? We got the most degenerate squid in the sea, Jalen Roberts. The Empire's about to catch these hands. We got the Akoski Durag, Madrid Devon. I'm rebranding as Project Sunny Chiefa. And joining us for the first time on this podcast in like a standalone extra slice deal, we have the British Bracadios himself, Cam, aka Fly Richie. Monkeys! Thanks for having me. Appreciate y'all. Feels good to be here. You like doing that a little too much. We got a jam-packed episode for you guys this week. We're going to be talking about this 50-minute Nintendo Direct that went down today. We're going to be talking about our experiences in Eorzea because we all, we've all we all been playing Final Fantasy XIV, except Cam. We'll get you soon enough. And we're, we're going to talk about uh, these layoffs that happened at Stadia, so that'll be <laughs> fun. I don't know. <laughs> Stick around. I, I, yeah, we could talk about this Stadia stuff up front. So I remember when the initial like Stadia announcement happened that I was like, you guys, we got a fourth first party. Like we got a it's no longer the big three. It's now the big four. Like Google's in the game. And like, I regret every fucking thing that I said on that episode of the podcast because <laughs> I was like, yo, they got first party developers like shit's about to be real like google's out here and actually gonna like put the time and effort into making this a thing and the only good thing now what did we tell you we said calm the fuck down (laughs) hey man chill out we said it's google i drank the i drank the kool-aid record of this oh we got an idea we have the budget to go through with our idea oh we don't like this idea anymore right delete or they put it out to, or they put it out to the public in a beta testing phase. Don't probably say it's a beta, beta testing phase and fucks everything up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's Google Graveyard, so if like y'all want to see all the things that Google's canceled and like, or launched and then shut down, or bought and then shut down, or there's Google Graveyard online, which is just an interesting thing to look at. But, you know, I was like, the people they hired on, and all those people are gone now. Like, that was a crazy fucking thing. They hired on all these big names in the gaming industry. Like, Jared Petty was at Stadia. I just made a Jared Petty joke earlier. Like, they had Jade Raymond. They had, like, names in the video game industry. They had people who were, like, honestly passionate about gaming that are now fucking laid off and out of a job. Because Google just decided, hey, fuck it, you know? I mean, (laughs) S.H.I.E.L.D. shut down the Avengers, and they had a passionate team of people working, trying to create something, you know? You was talking all that shit about the MCU, like, two days ago. Anime House is better than MCU. Fight me. I'm fucking serious. (laughs) I stand by that. It's the same shit. All right, so they take a popular series, right? cram it in literally a house it's an ambitious crossover they take little story arcs and segments from the source material and weave it into their own cinematic universe 
with not just anime characters, video game characters, cartoon characters. <laughs> cartoon House is here. <laughs> Luffy, what happened? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Come on, all I'm saying is that like I'd rather watch two and a half hours of that. Hey man, I mean the way these anime houses have been going, you probably could just sit there and watch that shit for two and a half hours. They were already entertained. Yeah. Shout out to RDC World One. Yeah. Shinji's Adventures. Am I the only one that? <laughs> Shinji's Adventures coming soon. Right. That's I met the. Post before a convention. They're cool. Just Justin like legit had like a. 30, 40 minute conversation with one of the dudes. Like, they were like walking around the exhibition hall together and shit. Cool. Were they talking about Dragon Ball Z? I remember what the fuck they were talking about. Justin's a pretty sociable guy, so I. I yeah, Justin <laughs> is really like. He, What's he, your favorite Dojin? <laughs> 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 but yeah, so like, I hope. Start all... out numbers like a villain. Hey man, it's me with business cards. What's your favorite Dojin? Check out my podcast. <laughs> that was our one biggest regret, I think, is that we didn't have business cards back then, and we talked to a lot of people and just didn't have shit to like really pass out. Yeah, bro, I really fucking miss cons. Like, I miss. I'm starting to get to the point in the pandemic where I'm really missing social interactions, like real live physical social interactions with bars. Right. <laughs> yeah. People, like yeah. People, you know. Like, I miss paying for an overpriced beer at a concert. Like, right. I miss that. Like, let me pay $16 Yo. for a beer, bro. Let me pay it. Yeah. I miss, like, I have, a, I have a passive trait where I get a free drink from bartenders. Like, it triggers fairly regularly. So I haven't been able to activate that shit in over a year. You, you know how much free drinks I get, like, backed up in my fucking log? It's just insane. Let us out. <laughs> Free us. Now his camera's just going to be fucked up for the rest. The fact that it kept moving after you stopped <laughs> just shows, like, how hard you were shaking it. Hashtag free everybody. Right? So, I mean, update for the listeners. I got my second COVID vaccine, so that's why I'm Anton in extreme pain, LaPlatt, because the first one, like, my arm hurt a little bit, like, the next day. But, like, halfway through that Nintendo Direct, I started feeling it. And, like, I'm at the point that, like, I can't lift my arm for shit. It is just in... Did you do it in the same arm both times? I think so. But, I mean, yeah, that was, like... You have to have somebody just box the shit out of your arm, dude. Like, no, no. I'm talking I about would... I'd just die. Arm. I I really but just when, when it recovers it'll be stronger than ever. <laughs> it's on some Baki shit, dog. You, you, your dad has to come like just whoop your ass while you're already injured, and then you'll get up stronger than ever. I'm good. I'ma just go to sleep, and you know. <laughs> I'm just gonna sleep this off. I I'll, right. I don't need that. Right. All in, all, in all right. When you wake up with tentacles tomorrow, I tried to help you. Yeah, you know. I'll be immune to COVID and have additional appendages. Didn't we talk about this? About, like, if I had an extra arm, I'd just use it to eat chips while playing video games? That sounds lit. Oh, yeah, so you don't have to use the chopsticks? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can use the chopsticks to keep my hands clean, but if I just got a tentacle that's 
dropping fucking chips in my mouth constantly, you know, I'd be great. Wasn't that like a commercial? Are you playing games and had like a, a third arm? I mean, that sounds like something. Sounds like, like, like a Doritos commercial. Like a Doritos commercial or something, right? I mean, Doritos are the chips directly being targeted in this, so. <laughs> I wonder why. Oh, those years of marketing to gamers. These vaccines were technically like our second opportunity at superpowers, right? All black people were supposed to get superpowers on, what was the date? December 21st. The solstice. That, you didn't get yours, bro? I, I didn't get Wait, mine. Wait, you didn't get like, yours? I'm still, I'm still waiting. I, I didn't get mine. Like, hey, maybe, um, maybe, let me, maybe hold on, let me see. American people, maybe. Let me see one. your black card. God, you know what? I don't know where it is. I lent it out to a friend. <laughs> oh, did you leave it in your other trousers? I think so. <laughs> Dude, it's been hilarious. Justin trying to impersonate you in uh, Twitch chats. Fucking Justin. <laughs> like, yo, bro. I'm like, yo, hold on. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I've ever heard you say bro. <laughs> I, no, I, I, def I definitely say it. You know, the thing is, like, I've known Justin for years. And I remember um, he used to, what Justin used to do, like, we would be in a crowd of people and be talking. And then all of a sudden, Justin would like start talking like me, and I'm like, "Bro!" And he's like, "Oh, I'm my bad. I didn't even realize I was doing it. <laughs> like you fucking liar! <laughs> you don't even know what you're doing." <laughs> you just gotta start speaking American after that. I know, right? I I actually in high school I managed to convince a whole group of people that I was from Tracy, California, which I guess you don't know where that is. Oh, it's like. like Mm. It's like a really boony area, like not too far away from here, like super countryside type shit. I used to live there, and I convinced people that I was from there. I convinced so people I could, I could in high it. school that I was like that I had an Indian accent because they saw me for the first time, and I was just talking like this, and I was just hitting them with the Indian accent as hard as I possibly could, and they they straight up believed that shit. I was like, like they were they looked at me weird every time I talked normally from then on. <laughs> is appropriating our culture. He doesn't sound like that. <laughs> it's it's like I mean you're you're like a lot. I think you're along the same lines as me, right? So growing up in high school, I was always like too Indian for the black kids, right? But I was like too black for the Indian kids. So I was just like <laughs> this, this, this weird midpoint. I've used that exact sentence to explain my predicament in life multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> But there weren't ever, ever any Indian kids, like, around me. It was just, I am, like, when around Indian people, I am the black guy. And when around black people, I am the Indian guy, so. Yeah, we just have to hang out with each other, you know, and see what happens. <laughs> our own colony, our own group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how representation works. Yeah, I mean, we, I got really excited because just... I got excited by The Rock in Moana. So, you know, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> Any wins I can get along the way, I'll take them. Brown? <laughs> Even if it's like a slight tan, like, oh. No, yeah. seriously, like, anything animated, like anime, it's like, oh, they're not white? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> white, white-coated. Darker than... <laughs> White. <laughs> Shout out my bae from the Great Pretender, by the way. What's her name? Is it Abby? Yes, oh, Abigail. Abigail. Love her. Yeah. She called that for a worthless virgin. I was like, yeah. 
Abigail was really the goat, like... Yeah, she was, she was fucking cooking edamame. She was ready, like, any time. The only time she got fucked up was when she, like, went through PTSD because of, like, the fact they made her a child soldier and all that shit. But, I mean, outside of that, she didn't fuck up once. No, like, I really love how every, every um, like, heist was basically um, Laurent trying to help them unpack their trauma. Yeah, and then the last one was Laurent unpacking his trauma. He's like, all right, now that you guys have helped me, uh, now that I've helped y'all, let's let's help out the blonde bastard. <laughs> and Anamora's dad for some reason. What I think I like really loved about her and about her character is that they didn't like try to oversell the fact that she was black right like by giving her like all of these fucking stereotypical shit like she was just happened to be, be a black character like sometimes they go in on that fact like trying to like really shove in the, your face that look this person is black by the way look but wasn't she Iraqi was she yeah I thought yeah I thought the whole thing with the backstory was the guy who was in the military oh. fought in the Iraq war and like was the pilot on the bombing mission that killed her parents. Fuck yeah, I'm claiming her anyway. <laughs> I mean, we also have Dorothy. Yeah. And I mean, Dorothy was, like, even more light-handed. They kind of shoehorned her into the show, though. Was, uh, yeah, she was. But she couldn't survive. The fact that they shot Abby... And then went and showed the whole thing, and then it's like, oh, so she might actually be fucking dead. And then it's like, oh, nope, this happened last time. Spoilers, because I haven't seen all of the show yet. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Well, just know the last arc. I have. Talk to me (laughs) when you finish, because the last arc pissed me off in a way no other anime has. Like. Like Ooh, that. Okay, all right. To to switch it around, Cam. I know you're the resident Black Clover stand. How do you feel about the anime ending? Ending? Oh shit! <laughs> well, <laughs> this uh, man stopped drinking his shit. Like what? I have like, news yeah, for you, buddy. I didn't even take a full sip. They they're stopping it after when? Like next month. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Why? They're bleaching Why it, <laughs> except yeah, without the filler. I don't know if Black Clover has filler or not, but I know they're doing a bleach. Not a lot. We don't know that. What That's the, the thing. We don't fuck? know. Bleach took ten years. There's a difference. Right? Dude, it's, really, it's like really good right now. Like, why are they stopping it now? Of all no, time? They, the they're fuck? literally ending it at the beginning of this arc because this is literally where the arc like. Where they're going to end the anime is where, like, the arc is really starting, to be honest. It's like Attack on Titan. They're ending, like, Attack on Titan has to end in, like, the next six episodes, I think. And Attack on Titan's manga is still coming out (laughs) until April. Yeah, but then at least with Attack on Titan, we're probably going to get, like, a solid, like, hour and a half movie of the ending. And then it's just There's, There's, like, two chapters left. Yeah, but they're not caught up to even, like, they're several volumes behind even where those two chapters that we still have to go are. 
and we know that they're they have a finite amount of episodes so with this weird shit that they keep doing darren was telling me as well that i guess the new season of promised neverland like skipped an entire arc you, it's an alternate timeline it is an alternate timeline there is shit i know about the manga it's a that is just completely thrown out the window by the anime. They stepped off that farm. Yeah. It, they said, fuck. Yeah, they diverged. They're like, this is another timeline. Straight up. Right. There is no. The manga is completed, but they decided to say, fuck that. Like, why? Is this like a new, like, uh, Full Metal Alchemist <laughs> situation where we're going to get, like. Yes. A, <laughs> a remake, we shouldn't, we shouldn't, <laughs> we shouldn't be getting these things. Like, yeah. Especially now with Promise Neverland. This shit's fucking over. Come on. If they're going to Full Metal Alchemist it, if anything, it would be to flush things out more. Right. Yeah, but. And this, I, you know, at first it seemed like, oh, maybe they are going to flush it out. But, you know, a lot of the shit that I've seen, it's like, no, they're so like they don't explain like what the fuck's happened since the since they fucking left over the wall like they just no they well yeah they stuff's happening in. after they go over the wall that didn't happen in the manga and so people right. thought it was going to be filler but then they skip Goldie Pond and then I'm not going to spoil the shit that ha- has happened recently in the anime but it's just straight up blank face. Yeah, it's straight up a different timeline. They ruined, they ruined a very solid reveal. Damn, that sucks. Cause that that first season, man, was was solid as fuck. Like it was. Yeah, the first season and the. Oh, Why well, you got to read the manga? Yeah, I'm gonna read the manga and keep watching the anime, because no, I'm not. I'm not watching that shit. <laughs> I'm enjoying it as somebody without manga knowledge. At first, I was gonna watch that shit, and then. I'm, I'm just at that point where I'm not going to watch No, man. <laughs> but, Ken, what I'm saying Black is Clover, you like, should read Black Clover. Like, my nigga Aster is oh, yeah. just, like, on his glow-up. Like, he just started his glow-up, and they're going to start, they're going to end the show. Hmm. Almost like they're about to go into the thousand-year blood war arc, and everybody's about to fucking show their true Bankai, but, okay. you know. Okay, and so where, where, where it's right? ending would be comparable to them ending the Thousand Year Blood War, like, literally, when they, when those niggas showed up and murked everybody in Soul Society. That... Like, <laughs> Damn. That's the difference. Is this, like, so, confirmed, or is this a rumor? Like, No, it's like, confirmed. Yeah. Like, it, they said it's the final episode. I think they might, they might pull... They, there's show, two things they could do. They might pull some Shippuden shit and call it something different, uh, or which they're not, which I know they're not going to do. Or two, they're just going to wait and make it a seasonal anime as opposed to the way they do it now. Uh-huh. Yeah, because that, that doesn't make no sense. It's not like it's not a popular <coughs> show, right? Like It's fairly popular. Yeah, it's damn near like the new Naruto almost. Like in terms No, of that last Naruto. chapter was like just 1,000% Naruto energy. Like yeah, more more than yeah. more than Black Clover has ever been Naruto. That last chapter was Naruto. Alright. Well we've bored Chris with anime talk for about a solid twenty minutes now. Um <laughs> Chris, you really need to watch these anime. Like you'd be super into them. You get invested in quality stories. And there's a reason we're so invested in these quality stories. Chris You got Chris. me into watching my hero. You played Persona 5. Watch Great Pretender. Oh, dog. Yeah, you gotta watch Great Pretender. It's on Netflix. It's not super long. 
reviewing episodes. Don't worry. It's yeah, it's, it's an easy watch. It's not like super in depth fever, but it's like a fun watch. Like it's an enjoyable one to watch. You will only be confused for the first episode. After that, amount <laughs> of chunks to watch. It's like okay, yeah. what series? Watch this case. It was just like two, three episodes. Yeah. Okay, okay. We take it by case by case basis. You'll be done in a couple days. Yeah. The first episode, they have multiple languages. They have people speaking in Japanese with English subtitles, but it's just because they're in Japan. Once they leave Japan, everything's in English. Okay, cool. And they leave Japan in the first episode. And they like they like changed the language over in a really funny way. Like I really liked that first episode. I thought it was. Yeah, I mean, I really like the show. I just have an extreme problem with the ending. Why would that's, you say that? That's that sucks to like keep watching the show. No, the ending is. Don't listen to Anton, y'all. Don't listen to Anton. I'm not gonna spoil it. You guys should just watch it and then form your own opinions. But I'm pretty sure. Don't listen. I watched it and formed my own opinion, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> wow." Okay, so Final Fantasy 14. We've all been playing it, except Cam. So, Cam, what we got to do to get you on the hype train? Yeah, Cam, join us. I was in I, your shoes just last week. So, here's the thing. Like, we've, I've, like, talked about this before on the podcast that, like... What podcast game, is that, by the way? Rusty Rupees RR, baby. Stay rusty. Wait, where, where is that podcast located? Everywhere. Apple Music, fucking Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, <laughs> YouTube, Google, whatever the fuck that is now. It's everywhere. We out here. <laughs> okay, so you've talked about Final Fantasy on the Rusty Rupees podcast. Shout out, gang, 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 gang. Visually, it looks confusing to me. Like I don't know, and and I was watching you guys play it the other day as well, and I was like, yo, I don't know. What After about thirty hours, it'll click. Oh, yeah. just just thirty hours? Yeah, yeah. Only only thirty hours. One hundred percent. So here's the thing with me: I had to drop that game. In, like, the first 10 to 20 levels, like, three times before I picked it up and just got all the way to level 50, beat the, like, main game, burning my way through the fucking post game. Like, this game did not click with me until, A, now we actually have people to play it with. So when I'm doing, like, these dungeons and these trials, I can be like, hey... Let's all do this together with the people who are higher level, which was not something that was happening in the early game. Like, the early game is really you, tr- them trying to have you get your footing on your own. Right. But, like, once you get to the point where you're playing with people and you start understanding your class, like, you gotta kinda pick a class and fuck with that class until you get like your specialization you pretty much by the time you hit 20 to the 25 range mm-hmm. you'll be you'll be in like, like there, yeah because that's when you point. actually get your job is that is that that level yeah you get your soul stone and you start doing your like job Wait, that's quest. at 20 i thought that was at 30 no i thought it was like i could have sworn i switched over at like 25 I don't know. That's been a very, very long time ago. But you just upgrade your class. Yeah, before you come become like what you job. Yeah, and then you start. You would start doing like is a job. 
cooler job missions and it teaches you how to do that like specific job so you get the your rotation and then the game's main story kind of eases you in learning techniques and all the mechanics and so by the time you're level 50 they're throwing you like all this shit at you and they're like okay use everything you learned in this one dungeon and it's gonna kind of suck but you're playing with friends now so it's fine no, I I haven't had any issues. Like, I'm on the last part of the Crystal Tower. Like, I've done... Have you done that one yet? The because third part? You, yeah, the third part's when the mechanics hit. Oh, no. We burnt... Like, I did the first part on my own, and then Darren was on, and he was doing the first part, so we just did that again, and then we did the second part together, and then we were queued up for the third part, and they kicked everybody off the server for maintenance. And I just oh, haven't. No. And since then, I've been doing like leveling uh, roulettes and stuff like that. So, Good. and main story shit. So, like, I just beat Shiva. I'm about to hit before the fall part one. How much Look do you at... have to pay monthly for that? You have to pay monthly, right, for your account? Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> so, I know you like the word free. Exactly, and I'm waiting to hear it. So. There is a free trial that lets you play up to level 60, the base game, and the first expansion. Which is really good. Like, you should play it for Heaven's Word alone. Like, Heaven's Word but, is... But, that is... Oh, yeah, but you can't party up with people. That is the... That's, like, the main problem. You can't... Like, you... Like, the stuff that... By yourself? Yeah, like... So, for... That's the only restriction I've seen on the people who are playing on their trial accounts right now is that I they'll be like, oh, I have to do this duty. I'm like, oh, I'll come help you. Oh, we can't party up because that's one of the restrictions of the trial version. So they have to do it by themselves or they can join with just random. Yeah, it's, they have to matchmake for the like stuff like that. So, okay. but and certain stuff it instances you off so you have to do it solo no matter what but that's like not very often so like you can be on the server with us you can see us you we can all hang out walk around we can do dances we can listen to kingdom hearts music and the fucking hub like you can do pretty much you can play that game for free for the base game and the first expansion up to level 60 no monthly fee. You don't even have to buy that shit. They just fucking give it to you for free at this point. You can honestly play it as a life simulator and go in there, you know, you work, you pick up a, a like a non-combat class and you just go Yeah, pick up there. a trade skill. Pick up culinary, culinary, botany, alchemy, carpentry. Yeah. I'm a miner. You can, you can make money selling your goods and your products. You can go from server buy to house. server. You can so, find a house, buy a house. Let me if you, you can find a house. What do you like about the game? Like, what drew you in? Like, especially, like, I think have you, those of you have that you were ever, skeptical at first. Have you ever injected a needle of heroin into your veins? <laughs> Actually, there was, there was this one time. <laughs> there was this one time in 83, but... In Tracy? <laughs> I was, like, 14 in Tracy. <laughs> Every time you say that, I'm picturing Tracy Ellis Ross, and we're getting farther and farther away of the narrative of Tracy Ellis Ross for this. I like where this is going. We got to get it away from the heroine before we can reassociate her with this. But if we talk about heroine, the female hero. Oh, yeah, there is a near raid. So if you're into near. 
There is two near race. That's, yeah. There's, there's going to be a third. It's not a sprint, though, brother. That's the marathon. Yeah, you have to pay by the... the None I, of us are close for that. Well, Chris and Jalen. Jalen might be close. I know Chris is there. I'm, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. The first part. See, that's another thing. Y'all are all, like, hella high level already, or at least higher than what I Wait, would be entering. That, that's all, but that's part of the best part, though. Bro, I'm level 20. That's part of the best part, since Why? you need one character to have access to all the classes. So uh, what's gonna happen is if we're playing with you, we're just gonna be on a one of our lower level classes. And it level syncs. So even if you like, if you were doing the paid version and we were doing a duty with you, if it's a level sixteen duty, it's gonna like level sync all of us to that level. Yeah. And so, like all the like multiplayer content is level synced. So like if you're, I was like, hey, I need help on Shiva. It level synced everybody to level fifty. And so yeah. that would be like Monster Hunter, where we're just curved. Yeah. Something. Heck, just Monster. go on Spotify and turn on that soundtrack. Just it's so good that, when that that yeah. Shiva music hits when Diamond du when she casts Diamond Dust just every time. Just yeah. Every time. I didn't realize I was muted, but I was just vibing mad hard when she hit. Like after that, Madrid, I see you. <laughs> I know you do. So, for audio listeners, Madrid's booting up the Guilty Gear Strive demo, which just went live about 20 minutes ago. Or this oh, Guilty Gear Strive beta. So, if you pre-ordered, you can play now. It'll probably be over by the time this comes out, but we're going to be playing wow. Guilty Gear Strive. And we're going to talk about it on next week's episode when we have Justin from the Rusty Rupees. Because he is a big Arxis guy. Like, yeah, man. It's almost like I put thought into when the guests were going to be on the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, so the thing with Final Fantasy XIV, um, ha have you enjoyed Final Fantasy before, Cam? No, Seven Remake was my first Final Fantasy game. Ooh. Ooh. Yep. Since, since then, I've... Did bought, you beat it? Um, yeah, I beat it. Ooh, well, look at you. Beating the game. Since then, I've bought uh, Ten and Ten Two on Switch and Zodiac Age on Switch oh, to try and get shit. into more. That's not what people tell me. They tell me that Ten was. You know, I I know people like Ten. I'm I'm being I'm being super biased because there's a part in like a little trial and it's not like explicit on what you're supposed to do. And I was stuck there streaming for like 20 minutes, so I said, "Fuck this." Yeah. So happened like two Final Fantasy Februarys ago. Yeah, so, like, that's part of the thing. One of my New Year's resolutions for this year was during the month of February to get into Final Fantasy XIV. So, like, I've checked that box as far as, like... And I've been drawing, so, like, both my New Year's resolutions I'm hitting on really strong. Like... So... And, yeah, I usually, like, my New Year's resolutions are usually, like, read more books, play more games, draw more, like, stuff like that, that I can year over year compare, like, okay, last year I didn't read any fucking books, so this year, the five books that I did read, like, kind of, like, incrementally, like, chip away at that resolution over the course of the year. So, but Final Fantasy fourteen. It will make you interested in other Final Fantasies. Like, the stuff we've been doing lately, I Final Fantasy 3 is one of the few Final Fantasies I've never touched. And the Crystal Ooh, Tower stuff is... 
See, it's a good time. I what I need is like instead, but instead of playing that, just play bravely default. If we're being a hundred, a hundred, just play bravely. Exactly, that's the problem with a lot of the older Final Fantasy games. Like I have an affinity for four, I have an affinity for six, but like the when most you... important ones are one, are one, four, six, seven, nine, ten. Yeah, they they get incrementally and more important. Sense. Yeah, I, I fuck with five though. Like five has a little special place, right? I have five. I have a Japanese cart of Final Fantasy five for the Super Famicom that I'm just waiting to oh, get yeah, an yeah. SNES so I can break the tabs off so I can play this shit. If we're being a hundred, a hundred nine slick might be the best one. If we're being a hundred, a hundred. Yeah, 14 might be the best play. one. I don't know. Like, oh, 14, 14 has an unfair advantage. But <laughs> right, that it has content it, from all the other games. Pretty right. much. Pretty much. It's the like, final we have to fight a Rathalos in that game. And then on top of that, you just stick your own, like, being immersed in the world. No other Final Fantasy will have you immersed in the world like that. That's true. Like we're waiting, we're we're waiting for everyone to meet up so we can go do a dungeon. And there's this random bard playing the Kingdom Hearts OST manually. Just well, no, I found out what that is. That's like a plugin. That's like a mod for the game that lets you just like Even I thought. Better. I thought you could plug up a MIDI keyboard and just have it work out the box, but it's a mod you have to install on the PC no, version. No, but the bards do have a manual input though. There's a manual like input to do that from within the game oh that's cool how, how many people can you go into a dungeon with depends base yeah, level is four then there are eight mans then there i think once you get past that you're getting into raid status okay. yeah, yeah but raids will yeah, be like parties of four yeah full parties of eight and then once you go past that you're in alliance raids mm-hmm. which is three parties of eight which is fun. Yeah. And the good thing is, like, people, unless, I just seem to be, deal with douchebags pretty consistently, but it kind of has the Monster Hunter vibe of people are trying, like, if they see it's your first time, they'll, like, try and explain what you need to do and, like, help you through it. Mm-hmm. But I just seem to always play with douchebags who are like, fucking do this! And I'm like, yo, I don't know how to do that. You, you gotta... Yeah, and I like you could play DPS, you could play healer, and you won't get it. Well, healer, you might get shit because people start dying. It's definitely the healer's fault. Unless it's well, if the it's tank DPS. starts dying, if I start dying as the tank who's tanking correctly, that's the healer's fault. I'll put it like that. Okay, but you have to be using your cooldowns. That's true. The amount of tanks that believe their cooldowns aren't buttons to be used. Oh no! I, I I try and do that stuff, you know. But also, battle axe go bonk. Wasting. I see one deep... boss fight. Oh, sorry. Where I, sorry, I saw one boss fight where I think I seen like Anton drop off the stage or something. Oh I, yeah, uh, that was funny. That was, <laughs> that was, was hilarious. Over. It, it was over in like ten seconds, and I was like, "What the fuck even happened?" <laughs> Well, yeah, that was just because, so, that like, was... they level sync you, but your gear still has, like, the same stats. So, like, all the people I was playing with are 
in the most recent expansion or the like expansion before that so their gear was able to keep them alive through the stuff they just didn't have all their crazy abilities and shit but yeah that was me and you Jalen um, simulation right oh Simmons. yeah so yeah. you and him are were in Shadowbringers and Jalen's in Stormblood so that was fun <laughs> that's that the thing hilarious. even when crazy wild shit happens in that game and your tank gets fucking knocked off the stage you can still have fun mm-hmm. hey we still won yeah. still won you just go you into out. like there were like two of you. you two of you stumped out that thing I was like oh shit yeah you just go into raid mode and I was like I cannot take any mechanic damage and we'll be okay Jalen's got See, that. see, just pay attention to what's on your health plan, and everything is fine. Rates went up after the tank died. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like, what... Have you played an MMO before? Have you gotten into an MMO before? No? No. Okay. Wow. Not even RuneScape? See, I've never enjoyed a MMO before. And, like, the MMO aspects of Final Fantasy is what has turned me off up until this point. So, like, I could see you... What I'd recommend is start up the game on the free trial. It's completely, like, you can... It's on the PlayStation Store. Download it. Start it up. Give it a try. Like... I'd say just try and stick with it till you hit level 20 and just at some point something will click that it'll either grab you or you'll fall off. And I mean, for the low, low price of free 99, like it's worth it, you know? That's the magic Mm -hmm. word. I'll try anything if it's free. Even that hair on. (laughs) 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 One time in Tracy. (laughs) It sounds like a Quentin Tarantino movie. You do have one time in Tracy. One, one time, time in Tracy. Tracy. It is about exactly that. You do heroin one time in life, and niggas don't ever let you forget that shit. Good. I'm glad people <laughs> around you are holding you accountable for doing heroin. <laughs> you complain about COVID injections. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard. Other than the fucking things that I need. 14's a shit. 14 is a shit. Anton, you went out. And the story is so good. The story is amazing. I'm like shook. Um, I might have stopped recording a while ago. Oh, no. Nani? Oh, Oh, come on. Big Nani. Why'd you stop? It's fine. Y'all just keep going. I'm going to fix all of this. (laughs) I'll fix it. Don't worry about it. Just blame it on your numb arm. Because of COVID, man. It's of- I really don't know what the fuck happened. That I've completely lost... Uh, yeah, shit's... Big Is fuck. Yeah, stream's still up, and we're still recording video, so... I really don't know what the fuck happened. Alright, but... Yeah, so... Now that we're approximately... 40-something minutes into the episode, I guess we could start talking about this Nintendo Direct that happened. Woo. And that we, did happen today. Yeah. <laughs> it did happen. It was a, that wasn't an email. It was over 500 days since the last 
proper Nintendo Direct. And it was a 50-minute showcase that was some bangers and a lot of misses. But, you know, like, I, I started to realize that, that my impression of Nintendo Directs, mm-hmm. like, was this. It'd be like, all these interesting things like sprinkled throughout but a lot of filler and a lot of bloat so i i felt yeah, like it was i felt like it was decent like we we were talking about it afterwards and we're like was there anything that you were just like no that looks like complete shit i'm not even gonna give it the time of day there's a lot in here i'm not gonna play whatsoever they'd have to fucking pay me to play a lot of these fucking games that I had zero interest in, but I see where those games would have a market. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like even, oh, even yeah. the Girls game where we were like, uh, but like it doesn't look like a shit game. It's just not a game that I would play. But like I, I can see like little little girls liking that game. <laughs> <laughs> right. So like I'll go through it in chronological order, and we can kind of talk about what was happening. Um. I'm going to send Alana the watch-along we did, so maybe she can just put that up on YouTube. So, like, people, if you want to, you can see me and Madrid's live reactions to it. But they started off with what seemed to be some Xenoblade Chronicles 2 DLC. I was like, I don't know anything about Xenoblade Chronicles except the battle system looks not fun whatsoever. Like, the world and the story and the characters all seem cool and interesting. But I... Watching that was like watching Final Fantasy XIV when I didn't want to play Final Fantasy XIV. Watching fucking Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is like shoving nails into my eyes. Like, this... I'm sure it's a great game. I see Darren in the chat saying it's a great game, but... I heard it's, I heard it's like, legit one of the best games on the system, is what, what I've heard people say. It's actually good. Yeah. Like, it's actually good. I'd totally be down for it, like, but, you know, they showed all this stuff. Then they showed that, basically, it was Pyro, one of the blades from the game, is going to be in Smash Bros. And then later on, they show that Mithra is going to... She's like a Zelda Sheik before they became separate characters type deal. So you can transform in between them. They have separate final smashes. Uh, It seems really cool. There was like a moment where uh, Pyra and Shulk had an interaction. So I'm sure Xenoblade fans like shit themselves when that happened. But... um, what do you guys think about the DLC characters so far? Because now uh, DLC Pack 2 has been Min Min from ARMS, Steve from Minecraft, uh, Blanking, Sephiroth from Final Fantasy 7, and then now the two girls from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. It's definitely all over the place. So yeah. that's, that's cool. Um, well, I find it to be very consistent. I, I think it's consistent with how the DLC characters have been lately. It's been a character from a Nintendo game, a couple of characters from a Nintendo game, and a couple of guest characters from insert popular game that's been popular forever. Yeah. Right. Well, I, mean, I think I, I, think I was Blade surprised Chronicles with you. I, I mean, that, that kind of leads to the inconsistencies, because it's from different... It's consistently inconsistent. You know, it follows the pattern. I feel like, like, the, I feel it, like the priority on the Nintendo board. characters are Switch games. Like, do they have mm-hmm. a game on the Switch? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, as Arms is on the Switch. As it should be. Xenoblade is on the Switch. This is the Switch is Smash Brothers, so that, that only makes sense. And how many old IPs are they still really missing that aren't represented in some way? Madrid's just out here fucking playing the shit out of Guilty Gear. Like, really what it is, like, because if you really look at what people say on Twitter, most of the characters they're trying to get are either a guest character, which is always is. It's always a guest character. Mm -hmm. Or it's a character from a one of those games Nintendo just hasn't acknowledged in like a hundred years, like Thousand Year Door. Like, that was a great Mario RPG, but, you know, we've moved past that. Right. It's probably not going to happen. That's all niggas want is Sora. <laughs> Give niggas Sora right. and everyone will be happy. <laughs> They're a Disney character. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Mm. We got to accept that. Yeah, we got yeah. Hero and fucking Disney Sephiroth. We got two square, but... Even, even the fact that, um... Like, Sakurai was commenting one time on how hard it is to get, like, different licenses and shit. Like, especially for music. <laughs> that was pretty much him saying, like, yo, we're not getting sorry. Mm-hmm. Trust me, we've tried. Because you know what? Disney, they're, they're going to be like, no. All right. You know Disney would, like. Is that yeah. what's holding things up, you think, is the, the whole Disney thing? 1,000%. Yeah. No, that's why oh, yeah. Sora isn't going to be in Smash at all, because Sora is a Disney character. That's right. the he, thing about it. Hell, he's hardly in other Square properties. He was more in Frozen than he would be in fucking anything else. Fucking Mauschwitz don't want to let shit go. I don't know who that is. Mauschwitz? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, damn. <laughs> So, Fall Guys is coming to Switch in the summer, which seems kind of late for this game. Like, Fall Guys, we said early on it'd be a perfect Switch game. But Mm -hmm. unless they introduce cross-progression, like, I'm not starting that game over on Switch. No. And, I mean, they didn't even... cross-play, at least? Did they say anything about cross-play? Not yet, but, I mean... I also haven't been watching the Fall Guys Twitter account the way I used to, so it might have crossplay now, and I just don't fucking know it. But, I mean, it was the most Nintendo, non-Nintendo game that I had ever played, so... It belongs there. Yeah. Uh, the trouble is is that there's too many fucking games. Like, they've, there's come out, there's been a lot of really good or really fun games that have come out but there's just too many like i enjoyed fall guys i really enjoyed Spellbreak as well but like it's just finding time to like put into these games and like get good at them Mm -hmm. you have to have that time in content release like kind of balance because you know if you're playing something you want to be rewarded for playing it so they have to have the content there for you like um as far as like skins uh just different cosmetics and then, like, what's the what's the content like? Are we going to keep, like, just loading into a match and throwing out spells? Are you going to mix it up somehow? That's what's keeping Apex super relevant. Because, mm-hmm. you know, every season they're like, all right, we're going to have events. We're going to roll out with different skins. And we're going to have some different modes just for y'all to try out some new shit. That may or may not get worked into the game in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. That's what's fucking up back. Avengers. <laughs> Where's their content? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take Adventures. Didn't they just drop an update? I seen yeah. something about yeah. And it's getting its next gen version finally, but you know. 
I'm going to wait till I can pay almost nothing finally, for that like, game. You are actually interested in that in any sort of way. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually I'm morbidly curious about that game. I want to play the single player, and I want to play it at a stable frame rate. So, I've been... On Black Friday for like 20 bucks, I think. Right, and I mean, like, all the content is free, so, like, I might wait till this Black Friday and just get the fucking game. Call it a day, you know? By that point, maybe Spider-Man will be in it, you know? Maybe the game will be turned around by the end of 2021. I mean, even if it's not, I, I'd pay $20 for that single player. Hey, the same might happen to Anthem. See, the thing is... I forgot about that game. It's possible. Like, I may hate on these games, but I would like to see them more. Look at No Man's Sky. Wasn't No Man's Sky bad for, like, an entire year before? Yeah, we have these examples of, like, No Man's Sky, Final Fantasy fourteen, like, these games that were bad Destiny. and, like... De <laughs> Destiny 2, maybe. Well, Destiny I meant Destiny as a franchise. We go through this rise and troughs with that franchise every, like, six months to a year. Well, yeah, but you wouldn't put Destiny in the same conversation as a No Man's Sky or a base Final Fantasy fourteen. That's why I mentioned it. I think I, that's how I felt the way about base D1. I felt like literally that moment for me was, but that, was Taken King, actually, was specifically Taken King. Destiny 1, the people who were into Destiny 1, early into Destiny 1, didn't feel like... They were promised something that they weren't getting. That, like, as somebody who played Destiny One, circa House of Glass, we were playing the Destiny that we were promised, and we were enjoying it. It's not like No Man's Sky where they promised multiplayer, and it's not like Final Fantasy Fourteen where it came out as a broken mess. Like, Destiny One came out and was a game that you could play with people and do the Destiny thing in Destiny. The problem is, at that point, the Destiny thing wasn't good. Yeah, it was. It was not good for you as an MMO player, but for as a console first-person shooter player, it was good. And they weren't even pretending to be an MMO back then. Like, people put those assumptions on it, but that wasn't Destiny's pitch back in those days. No, Destiny's pitch back in those days was this is a game from the developers of Halo published by the publishers of Call of Duty. And it hit... Found, but that's the thing about it. It was boring. That loop was boring was like back with then. With friends. Like, that's I the thing about it. It's like the loop. <clears throat> like yeah, and I could shoot shit. one loop to be horrendously boring. That's not Because good. it, it like was like, fine for the people who were playing it. The same way That's Destiny 2 is currently boring. fine for the people who are, who are playing it. I mean, Destiny 2 just came out with barely anything. In my opinion. True. DC yeah, yeah. kind of consistently getting updates right now, actually. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, when we now, first got it, it like, yeah, Destiny you 2 the main was... Story, you Destiny the 2 was more shallow than Destiny 1 at launch. Destiny 1 absolutely. at least had... Absolutely. It was called RNG. Did right. Get like best community support in the game awards. Probably. That sounds right. I know it wasn't Final Fantasy 14 and a bunch of people were pissed. Should have been no, that was last year for best long going our ongoing game when Shadowbringers came out and Fortnite won it and I was mad. 
Yeah, but I think 14 was nominated for Best Community Support this year. Oh. And I think it lost to Destiny 2. But this is... Was... on 14. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's the housing crisis, man. No one can get a house. <laughs> But that's so, why they're giving us their own islands in Inwalker. <laughs> back to this. Everyone goes to this deserted island. Back to this Nintendo Direct. I'm gonna have to go through these fast because there were a lot of announcements. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the beginning, the middle, and the end were the important things. So, Wait, so all of it? No, like the first thing they announced, <laughs> the thing they announced in the very middle, and the very last thing they announced. Okay. So the Outer Wilds is coming to Switch. For anybody who doesn't know, that's a game that is like Majora's sci-fi Majora's Mask. Annapurna. Yeah. Shout out Annapurna. Yeah, Annapurna do be they be out here. Um, check it out uh, if you are into Majora's Mask or if you're into a sci-fi space adventure. If you're ch- into being in stable time loops, you would enjoy this game. Yeah. Um, Famicom Detective Club is finally coming to North America, and judging by the name, these are either NES or SNES games that are getting, like, a re-release on Switch as, like, visual novel-style things. It is set, these games are $35 a piece, so it is $70 to get these two games on Switch, which I wouldn't pay that for these games, but... Like good old Nintendo tax. Yep. Right. That Nintendo tags. It's a fucking luxury. Uh, the next game they showed was Samurai Warriors 5, which is probably going to be coming to other platforms as well. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, they seem to do well with their Musou in Age of Calamity. Put all so. the Musou games on Switch. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. Fire Emblem Warriors, Hyrule Warriors. Two Zelda ones. Yeah. So, a Persona one. So, yeah. The only thing that worries me about these kind of games on the Switch is, like, I mean, from the Age of Calamity and fucking uh, even Strikers, like, I heard that the Switch doesn't do too good in terms of frame rate. It does not. No, not at all. But here's the thing. The Switch audience doesn't seem to give a flying fuck about resolution or frame rate. They just want to play video games. Right. I just want to play video games and have fun. It's because they've been abused. They they settle for less, you know. Well, it's not really less because you know a lot of Switch titles are. About no, maybe I just want to cut cut down a hundred Angry Samurai on my lunch break while I'm at work. Yeah. Maybe that's just I what mean, I want. People who get the Switch got the Switch for a reason. No one's like, it doesn't look like my PS4. They don't care about that. They what just if they don't have a PS4? What if they don't probably... have a PC? What if they don't have an Xbox? What if this is their one console and they want that shit to run like stable? Then they shouldn't have bought a Switch. It's cheaper to get their hands on a PS4. But they can take it everywhere. Exactly. They had to prioritize. They're like, well, shit, I have to let my my daughter play with it or something, you know? Mm -hmm. Hey, man, with this new new cloud shit, anything could potentially come to Switch, right? Don't do that. The cloud shit is... We see what Stadia fucked up at the beginning of the episode. PlayStation Now is not good. I have great internet. Okay, okay. Google quit, so we're going to have to quit now too because we're bored. Did anybody Mm -hmm. try Control on Switch? 
Yeah, and it looked like somebody took control, dipped it in Vaseline, and put it on the switch. <laughs> and it looks even worse in retrospect because I just played Control Ultimate Edition on PS5 with fucking ray tracing, and it looked great. It looked amazing and ran... I was running it at 30 frames per second because I wanted the ray tracing and all the, like graphical bells and whistles and so you could run that game at 60 frames per second but i'm not gonna spoil myself like that'll probably be after i beat the story because the ray tracing is lending so well to the atmosphere of the game what do you think about that game do you like it yeah it's it's better than i was expecting like i was expecting a good game but i was like and eh, eh, kind of lukewarm on it but it's good like it's really good. It's the like artistic direction that they fucking took with like blending, like some like real cinematography with the CGI. It's it's creative. I yeah, like that it. shit is clean. Yeah. Really and so at thirty frames per second, like most of my games, I've been prioritizing frame rate this generation. But controls a game that unless I'm used to playing it at sixty frames per second, thirty frame a lock thirty is good because of the cinematic feel for it. But yeah, Samurai Warriors 5 is coming to Switch this summer. It's probably coming other places too. Legend of Mana coming to Switch with uh, remastered hand-drawn backgrounds. Um, rearrangement of music. OG soundtrack also included. You can turn off enemy encounters and there's a new minigame. Alright. Monster Hunter Rise. I'm not going to make this a squad sessions, but the Monster Hunter Rise trailer, they fucking dropped was ridiculously hype it was the only trailer that i went back after the show and like paused in every scene and was like oh this is in here oh shit this is crazy oh yeah you did if you blinked you missed shit like if you didn't do what i did after the show and go through scene by scene and like take note of the stuff like, I did that, and I didn't even notice that there were new Silkbind moves shown for, like, the hammer and the charge blade. Like, showed... They finally confirmed the two monsters that we didn't know what they were in the demo. Like, the armor sets for the two monsters, they finally showed them. Um, they confirmed some of the other monsters that we knew would be in the game because their armor sets were in the demo, but they just hadn't confirmed them yet. And they showed a couple returning monsters that we just didn't know would be in the game at all. Rajong, baby! <laughs> you here, boy? Only that I seen I seen a hunter riding Rajong like yeah. time to be alive, bro. Yeah, that was like for a the... good monster mech battle, you know? That's what it is. There's a bunch of monster mechs yeah. it out. They finally showed the rampage, which was hilarious. There's like this one shot of Kezu just kinda like moseying through, like all the other monsters are charging the gates and fucking flipping out and doing all this crazy shit and Kezu's just like no like moseying through and it's hilarious so monster on a rise i'll talk about this in more detail like if you guys want to watch the watch along that i definitely went through in detail like all the new armor sets they showed all the new weapons they showed i went through all the new monsters all the like they showed the desert area they showed the volcanic area they showed a lot in this really short trailer they packed so much into it that 
I had to go through and scene by scene, like, oh, fuck, pause. Like, what was that? Like, they showed the Mitsuzune Greatsword, which looks fucking great. But, yeah. Bro, I've seen a scene with all of them on one wire. Like, I know I've seen that shit. I'm going to try and pull it up again. But it looked like they were all swinging on one wire. I mean, for me, that's not, like, the wirebug's cool and all, but it's way cooler for silkbind moves and not as much for traversal. But I think I know what you're talking about. They were, like, probably in the desert for it. But, yeah, so Chris doesn't completely mentally check out. The next game they showed was Mario Golf. It's called Mario Golf Super Rush. It's coming June 25th. Has motion controls. It has a new mode called Speed Golf, and it has a story mode. Until they started running, it looked like Hot Shot. Well, yeah, uh, the Hot Shots was based on Mario Golf, and but people were complaining like they're like, oh well, Hot Shots hasn't been around. That's because they were able to get the license for the Japanese name. So if you want to play everybody's golf on PlayStation 4, it's there. It's like an open golf course. I'm not sure if it's fully open world, but like, yeah, if you want a like current-ish generation game, everybody's golf is just Hot Shots Golf. But it's always been called Everybody's Golf in Japan. It's like the Biohazard Resident Evil deal. Okay, cool. So Everybody's Golf on PS4 is the Hot Shots Golf that you want. So check that out if that's what you want. Um, The next games, they kind of like rush through some of these. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands is coming March 24th. The Capcom Arcade Stadium is coming today. And my recommendation for that, it's a free download. And for the first few weeks, uh, Ghosts and Goblins or Ghouls and Goblins or whatever the arcade one is called, is free. It will not be free for like after the first couple months. So just hop in there and download that and download the free game. And then apparently it will be some more free games coming along. It also, yeah, it comes with 1984, which is a pretty fun game, too, for free. Yeah. Um, Stubbs the Zombie is coming March 16th. Uh, that's just an OG Xbox game that a people apparently people have an affinity for. I didn't have any. Like, I was like, oh, okay. Some people fuck with Stubbs. Yeah, some people fuck with Stubbs, so it's there if you want it. Uh, no More Heroes. You said what? You're, like, playing as the zombie in that game? Yeah. Yeah. So, No More Heroes 3 was shown. That shit looked bonkers as fuck. It, it was like, maybe I should actually go play a No More Heroes game because of how weird it was. Fucking yeah, nutty. Fucking off the wall. I've never played it, but I've seen, like, enough footage of the other games to know that they're fucking off the walls as fuck. Yeah, but this one seems to be, like, taking that shit to another fucking level. Yeah, it looked like the world looked akin to Gumball, where it's just like, all right, here's just a bunch of different animation styles slash video game techniques just pumped into one game. So, yeah, that's coming August 27th. Um, The next game they showed was Neon White. It's coming this winter. Um, The thing I did notice, this is another Annapurna game, and it is from the guy that made Donut County, Ben Esposito. So... Like, everything I saw, it looked like a Ghost Runner kind of game. 
And while I did enjoy Ghost Runner, and I probably wouldn't play this on Switch, knowing Annapurna, it's also coming to PlayStation. And I might check it out because I fucks with Donut County. And so if this is the next game from the guy that did that game, I'll fuck with it. What would you say, Cam? Up, I said they straight up look like Aran cars from Bleach. They do. They really right. do. This shit looks so cool. Uh, the next game they showed was DC Superhero Girls Teen Power coming June 4th. This is probably the worst looking game in the entire showcase. If you're not a preteen girl. But I mean, you know, there's an audience for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plants vs. Oh, Zombies. You, all right, Madrid, you going to do a stream of DC Superhero Girls Teen Power coming June 4th in the Nintendo Switch? Maybe. If somebody gets <laughs> it for me, I'll stream it. All right, we going to... Plants vs. Zombies is the next game. Uh, the Battle for Neighborville Complete Edition is coming March 19th to Switch. Yeah, that's, that's their Overwatch. Yeah, uh, third. It, it looks a lot more like their Fortnite because the Garden Warfare was more of their Overwatch, and this seems to be more of their Fortnite. Uh, save the world mode, not battle royale mode. So, I mean, people seem to like those games. Like I enjoyed like original Plants vs Zombies, and then just as time went on, like I enjoyed everything Plants vs Zombies did less and less, and this was the point where I didn't even give it a shot, so I'm definitely not going to be playing this on the Switch. I'm sure I could play it somewhere else. But, you know, meh. Metopia's coming to Switch, which was a 3DS game that, it looked like a Street Pass game, like the one you did with your Miis where uh, you were like doing dungeon crawls with your friends me's and stuff like that but this just seems to be a port of the 3ds game to switch uh then they went to a first look at the mario themed items that are coming to animal crossing for the mario 35th anniversary um it's coming february 25th and the most interesting thing that i saw was that you can get a functional warp pipe on your island so you can put, like, if you there's somewhere you know you're constantly going, you can put a warp pipe by your house and put a warp pipe by wherever you're trying to go, and it'll actually work. So that's pretty cool. It's not just, like, that set dressing. Cool. But, I mean, I'm not going to pick back up Animal Crossing just because I can teleport in it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got to Madrid's apparent game of this show, Project Triangle Strategy was revealed. It is Ready. the I want it. War for Iron and Salt. That's the Fire Emblem fan base right there. Going to war again. Yeah. Yo. Okay, so I actually started playing the demo and it like it seems pretty narrative driven so far. Um that art style is mwah. the music is good. Um the voice acting seems really solid. Uh, this game's gonna be some heat when this project when this project drops. 
Yeah, everybody was like, oh, they're not going to actually call the game Octopath Traveler because it used to be called Project Octopath Traveler. I'm like, they're going to call this shit Triangle Strategy and they're going to continue with their headassery of naming games shit like Octopath Traveler and Triangle Strategy. Eight, you had eight paths. You had eight paths. That's not a good name. That doesn't make a good title. It's still a perfect name for it. Each letter represents the character's name. Yeah, honestly, oh, when hilarious. they when they went and retconned that shit in there, that shit did make it similarly cooler. And I'm sure at some point, triangle is going to be acronym for something. But it's no, still no, no, the it's fucking replace project and replace it with scale because that 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 scale motif is going to be staying with you the entire time. Yeah. It's probably going to be called, like, the Triangle Scale or some shit. No, it's going to be called... Tri- I could see maybe Tri-Scale Strategy, which is slightly a better name, but Literally last time all, all they right did... Now, like, okay, yeah, Tri-Scale Strategy. No, scratch that. Stratagem. <laughs> yeah. Stratagem. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, it's the newest game with the HD 2D look, similar to Octopath. Uh, there's a demo available now, and judging by what they did with Octopath, they're actually going to take the feedback from the people who played the demo to help improve the final game. It's not coming till 2022, so we're probably going to get another trailer for it. If you're into Final Fantasy Tactics or Fire Emblem or Octopath Traveler, check it out. It's... All of those things at the same time. The next game they showed was probably the worst looking game outside of that DC game in the entire showcase. Knockout City is coming to Switch May 21st. And kind of cool. we, we were all like kind of... Y'all played, the, y'all played Destruction All-Stars. I didn't, I didn't play. I didn't get a chance. <laughs> they played it. Yeah, I mean... It looks fun, man. It's fucking dodgeball. Who doesn't like dodgeball? I'd play a dodgeball game over whatever the fuck this is. I mean, if this is free to play, I'll give it a play and see. see it is right. Just like, nin- just like Ninjala. I didn't even play Ninjala. I deleted Ninjala. It's worth a shot, bro. Yeah. I got Final Fantasy. I got Guilty Gear. I got Persona. Did you have all those back when that shit dropped? No, you didn't. What was I playing on my Switch when Ninjala dropped? I don't. I just know whatever the fuck it was was better than Ninjala. I could play Splatoon and have more fun than Ninjala. Wow. But also, I really love Splatoon. Right. I bet you do. Good time playing that. World's End Club is coming to Switch May 28th, which is the new game from the developers of Danganronpa. And it looks like just a Tokyo-wide Danganronpa game. So, that looked... I want to see what it does. Yeah, I'd say... If you like Phoenix Wright, or Danganronpa, or the 999 games, or anything in that vein, check out World's End Club. It's probably right up your alley. Late May, so we don't have to wait long for it. Uh, Hades got a physical version announced. It's coming March 19th. And it's going to have an art book, the soundtrack, a physical copy of the game, and I think that's it. Yeah. But, you know, I, I'm not going to spend any more money on Hades until I get a PlayStation version. Because I want to play Hades on my PS5. 
Please and thank you. Supergiant, I have all your fucking games. Pretty much everywhere they're available. Just give me Hades on PlayStation. I'm sure they're working on um, like some cool features to add to it. Perhaps for the haptics with like each weapon. Mm. That would be really nice. Cultivate that and build that up. You know what I'm saying? Or like just some cool shit with like this. I don't. I don't know. Hey, it just goes to show how big of a game this was because I was expecting it to get like a limited run release or special reserve or like one of these smaller distribution companies right like my physical copy of transistor that i have up there on ps4 i got from limited run because their previous games were like limited run things but i mean hades has been their biggest success yeah i have transistor from limited run as well um transistor uh, boys haven't played it yet but I have what it. <laughs> <laughs> i've played like an hour or two of it. twist the night Transistors well, are so good. They, they did Bastion too, right? Yeah, they did Bastion, yep. Transistor, Pyre, and now Hades. Did they do Ruiner as well? Or no, that wasn't no, that was that was a Devolver published joint. Supergiant self-publishes. Uh, but the next game they showed was the Ninja Gaiden Master Collection, which is Ninja Gaiden Sigma, Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2, Ninja Gaiden 3, Razor's Edge. Coming June 10th, you know your whether or not you're into Ninja Gaiden. I hope this collection comes to PS4 slash PS5 slash Xbox, all the things, because. Same. Is anything blocking that from happening? No, because it's just a Koei Tecmo game, like Team Ninja. You know, they're going to do their thing. I mean, Neo is pretty much out everywhere, and. Uh, Ryu Hayabusa is in fucking Neo. He's called Ren Hayabusa. So, oh no way! Straight up, we're like that. Somebody was like, "Oh, this looks like Ryu," and then I looked at him. I'm like, "This is just straight up Ryu." (laughs) (laughs) Right? Wasn't Kuma like streaming that? Yeah, Kuma was streaming it. We were watching Kuma stream. Shout out to Kuma Santi. Yeah, yo, he's about to drop a new project. That shit's gonna be fire. Oh hell yeah! Can't wait for that, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Ryu was putting you in a blender, dog. <laughs> I think it's a fucking problem. All right. Neo lately as well. Yeah, I'm thinking about getting Neo too sometime soon. I was gonna get it today, but instead I got Mario 3D All Stars because i want to play i haven't played any of those mario games and so it was a convenient way to get all of them and that game's not going to be available after march so it's probably one of my most valuable games i own already so age of calamity dlc announced uh there's going to be an expansion pass nobody was asking for this apparently like even the people who were like in the age of calamity like Nitty gritty didn't seem to want it, but I mean it's only twenty bucks, so it's not as egregious as some of these other season passes that Nintendo's done for their first party games. But I'd like to play Age of Calamity with a stable frame rate. Like I've I've been looking for a Muso game, and I know Persona Five Strikers is preloaded on my console, and I'm ready to go once it's ready to go, but. Age of Calamity seemed like I'm into Breath of the Wild. I'm looking for a Muso game. I just don't want to play it as a slideshow. So, 
Well, if you enjoyed the game and beat it, there's an expansion pass coming uh, soon. Like, you can get the expansion pass now. You'll get bonuses on May 28th. June will be the first wave of DLC. And then November will be the second wave. I looked through all the stuff on it, but it did not seem... Nothing was like, oh my god, I need to get Age of Calamity, play through all of it as a slideshow, and then get to this stuff. Uh, Saga Frontier Remastered, coming April 15th, includes new content. This is a game that every scene they showed from it just looked like a scene from Final Fantasy VII, the original. Take that how you will, but... That's what it was. Uh, so Aonuma showed up on the Nintendo Direct. And everybody thought this meant Breath of the Wild 2. Everybody thought this meant Zelda HD Collection. Everybody thought that we were going to get something super exciting. Because Aonuma don't leave the house for no small shit. So he brought up Breath of the Wild 2 and said, Development is going smoothly. New information later this year. Japanese game developer handbook. Yeah, that shit really. How, development how is going smoothly. How often does Platinum Games say that about Bayonetta 3? Every chance they. Please be excited is the other one. <laughs> I mean, Numa like, Breath of the Wild took fucking years to come out. And he kept saying development's going smoothly and please be excited. Speaking of Bayonetta, is Bayonetta 2 ever going to come off no. the Switch and onto other Nintendo games? published Never. it. Nintendo published it, so no. They got her into Smash. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> but so, Aonuma came out, no Breath of the Wild 2 information, which broke my heart. And then they showed Skyward Sword HD. Which, after watching a couple YouTube videos, certain people were really excited for this. Apparently, Aonuma had been teasing this for like two years leading up to this. He had been teasing it since Twilight Princess HD came out. That, yes, Skyward Sword HD is going to be a thing. So, in my, from my knowledge of people I know who are really into Zelda games, this is the worst Zelda game, period. Not, it's the not, worst it's main series not. Zelda game. What main series Zelda game is worse than this? Exactly. When Jalen doesn't have shit to say. But that implies that the game is significantly worse than it actually is. That's my problem with it. It's just. It's the worst one in the series. Like, it is the worst mainline Zelda game, and you can't name a mainline Zelda game that is worse than it. Even if it, it's like fucking Smash Bros. Like, Brawl is the worst one in the mainline Smash Bros. games, but, like, and I mean, Brawl has its merits, but it's still the worst one at the end of the day. So, Skyward Sword HD coming to the Switch... Uh, use Joy-Cons for motion control if you want to do that, and you can do button controls for, like, the Switch Lite, or if you're playing with the, um, Pro Controller or whatever. Joystick to fucking swing the sword, you're yeah. using the joystick. Yeah, so, to swing the sword, you are flicking on the right stick, like, skate. So, the right stick is, like, your sword, like, your right hand's your sword hand. I remember that was a problem people had with, uh... 
Skyward Sword was that Link was right-handed? because well, the Wii... It's because, yeah, it's they didn't have an alternative grip, so it's like, if you were left-handed, you still had to swing your right arm. And the Wii motion control just wasn't... Even with the pro thing, the Wii, it was hampered by hardware more so than gameplay. Right, and so now with the Joy-Cons that are actually good at motion controls, maybe this will be the way to play it. Mm-hmm. Alongside maybe. that, they announced Zelda Joy-Cons. Uh, the right one is based off the... Master Sword and the right, or yeah, the right one's Master Sword, left one is Hylian Shield. They look pretty cool, but they also confirmed during the Monster Hunter segment that that Monster Hunter console is coming to North America and that Monster Hunter Pro Controller is coming to North America, and I needs that Pro Controller at the very least. And I mean, if somebody wants to buy a Pro Controller and my Switch with an extra pair of Joy Cons so I can buy the Monster Hunter Switch and Pro Controller. Hit me up. He's selling it for 400 <laughs> Well, 360 but, you know. Pro Controller? Come on, Pro Controller. Two sets of Joy-Cons? I'll give you the sets that work. Fuck it. <laughs> you can find it, too. It's, it's the Switches right there, you know. Just saying. So, Skyward Sword HD coming July 16th. Um, And then the last thing they showed was the thing... This is when I was like the beginning. We got a new Smash character. Middle, we got Monster Hunter information. And then end, Splatoon. They showed Splatoon fucking 3. Which is something I was like, what is this? Because I knew it was an inkling. I knew, I was like, I'm not expecting Splatoon 3. Because Splatoon 2 was like a launch title. Or it wasn't even launched for the Switch. It was a little bit. It was launch window. and But I mean. It had it's DLC. I feel like Splatoon 2 ran it's course. And now they're showing. Fucking Splatoon 3. They showed a new bow weapon. Like I was out here thinking that maybe we're getting like Splatoon Monster Hunter or some shit. Just like the kind of vibes. Is post-apocalyptic. Yeah, it's because it's because of the the final um, the final Splatfest they chose chaos instead of order. So was that the final Splatfest? Was it the final? I mean, that would make sense because the outcome of the final Splatfest of Splatoon One dictated a lot of the decisions made in Splatoon Two. So, if that was the final Splatfest, chaos. Yeah, you see chaos in this. Splatoon two, uh, Splatoon three trailer, left and right. Yeah. Oh, a cool thing that uh, like the community pointed out is that the characters aren't gendered, so you can kind of just pick. The you make what you, you want, like. be who you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean Splatoon was already kind of good about that, as far as like non-binary. It was like, do you want to play as a boy or a girl? And it didn't automatically default to boy. You had to like. It would put you like center and you either choose left or right to go to boy or girl and so like this is just and i mean the hairstyles were cross gender and stuff like that so it is more of a interesting it's just them being more accepting to people non-binary people like trans people it is them being, and I mean, for Nintendo, that's saying a lot. Like, I know a lot, some Nintendo games have been really good about that, but also at the same time, 
for a really long time, you could only be a boy in a lot of Nintendo games. Like, everybody wanted to play as Zelda in Breath of the Wild, but you could still only play as Link. Hopefully Breath of the Wild too. They're like, fuck it. We listen. Show me more of that fucking game. You guys have no idea how fucking insane I went when that sequel to the Breath of the Wild. Metroid Prime Four, so much longer than Breath of the Wild even existed. Like, very true. Let's go. This is how a Nintendo operates. They have you waiting thirty years for these games. Then when it comes out, of course you're gonna buy it because you waited thirty years for these games. But they should. The fact that they showed us it was like a dungeon, like Link and Zelda were down in a dungeon and doing, like, you don't have any footage of Metroid Prime Four. Also, like, but then also part of me's like, I'm happy about this because what happened with Cyberpunk? The more a game is in the news before it comes out, the worse it tends to be. Yeah, like, development I, is going smoothly. Please be excited. Like we, the most important thing was heard. Development's going smoothly. Everything's fine, you know? Because when Metroid Prime formed, didn't they scrap that game like two years they ago? They changed start, the developers. And start from scratch? Pretty much. Yeah. It, so. they, they, it went from not retro back to retro. Yeah, they brought it in-house. Gave it so back yeah, to the people who made the first one out games of the way. in the first place. But I mean, Anuma made Breath of the Wild. They are using reportedly the same map, the same engine. Oh, apparently there is a rumor that Skyward Sword is just going to open the door for Wind Waker and Twilight Princess to come to Switch this year. Is that a rumor or is that somebody trying to manifest it? <clears throat> Stable. Mm. That might be someone misinterpreting how they were talking about in a direct how Skyward Sword was the beginning of a lot of the mechanics in Breath of the Wild. I'm surprised they didn't announce the collection. Also, you know this game is going to be full price as well, $59.99. Yeah, uh, I'm not this surprised. I played, I paid more for uh, Wind Waker HD on the Wii U than Wind Waker was at launch. And, you know, like Nintendo games don't go on sale. So part of me was contemplating getting Wind Waker on GameCube off eBay because it was cheaper than Wind Waker HD was on Wii U. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not surprised in the slightest by that information. I'm still really mad I stopped recording, like, fucking forever ago. <laughs> I don't even know how the fuck this shit happened, but it happened. Uh, happened. Alright, well, does anybody have a one more thing before we wrap the episode for the week? Anything stood out to no any of y'all? Yeah, No More Heroes 3 does look like it's going to be lit. I want to fight some aliens. Wild shit. Wasn't he like mowing grass in the fucking trailer? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you. Are you a Shenmue fan? Or is it Justin who's a Shenmue fan? No, it's definitely me. You're a Shen Oh, yeah. So you're excited to mow some grass as Travis touchdown. Oh, yeah. Give me some completely trivial, trivial ass shit to do. And I'm is happy. that what you've been playing, Cam? No, uh, actually, I've been the only game that I've been playing is the shit that I've been streaming, which is fucking uh, Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice. Incredible game, by the way. I recommend everybody to play that for the experience alone. It's yeah, it's up there, man. It's good, really good. Slaps. Yeah. They put a lot of thought into that game. A lot of thought. All right. Yeah, a lot of a lot of devs doing that to that degree. 
It's a short game, eight hours or so, but it's worth it. Have you oh. finished it already? Yeah, I finished it during the last stream. Um, and then I watched, they have like a little making of type video. And when you realize like how much shit went into it, like they were working with psychologists, fucking uh, psychiatrists, like me different mental health specialists to make sure that they like understood what it like for somebody to have schizophrenia and be going through psychosis to try and accurately recreate that experience in the most like truthful and respectful way for the player it's it's phenomenal dude it's a really good game yeah shit like that is really dope because it helps you kind of like get a different perspective and like yeah. kind of understand where other people are coming from and what they have to deal with so yeah. I, you know i love seeing shit like that and they just one day i'll play it they incorporate like everything into the game, right? So like a lot of when people have schizophrenia, they tend to like find like meanings and patterns in, in shit that the rest of us wouldn't necessarily see, right? But they, they see patterns in everything. And so that's a mechanic in the game where like to unlock things, you have to find like certain rune shapes in the shape of trees or like a, a fucking w shadow that's being cast by um, light passing through a certain shape of window and you're trying to like find that pattern it's it dude it's crazy and the whole time voices in your head are either telling you like don't do this don't do this you're going the wrong way you're going the wrong way and then another voice in your left side is saying don't listen to her you're going the right way you're you're and then another voice saying you're gonna die and it's just like fuck dude it's crazy <laughs> and you were playing with the headphones yep i played for the, with headphones throughout the whole game it's crazy all right. Remember, you can follow us all collectively around the internet, cheesycontrollerpodcast.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Anton63XSChris. Chef and Chris. Jalen. Squid Bishop. Madrid. Speedwagon X. All right, Cam, where can people find you and what you be doing with your life? Because you not only are part of the Rusty Rupees podcast, you also make music. I do. So you can follow me anywhere at FlyRitchie. Um, you can find my music on Spotify. I go by Pierre. Uh, my album is out now called Vertigo. And then you can find the Rusty Rupees anywhere at Rusty Rupees. Rusty Rupees with two Ys on Twitter because Twitter some pose. Pose. All right, the video version of this podcast is edited by Lana Twisted Mind. The audio version is edited by Akuma Santi. Until next time, keep it cheesy. Cheesy.